you. I'm Kim. And I'm Tara. Welcome to Unapologetically You. Today's guest, Dale, is a confidence coach. He's helping kids and parents recognize the miracle that they are. He's truly changing lives. Stay tuned for some motivation from Dale. Welcome, Dale. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, ladies. Of course. Why don't we go ahead and get started with maybe you telling us just a little bit about your professional background? Cool. Okay. Well, I am a confidence coach or a high performance coach for children. I think that's super, super important because, like I always say, it is so much more easier building stronger kids than it is to fix broken adults. So if we can start at the grassroots level, that's fantastic because I like to use confidence as a tool against anxiety and depression for later on in life. And as we all know, that seems to be quite prevalent in this day and age. So that's why I use the physicality of sport and I use the psychology of CBT and NLP and, and uh, timeline therapy to help kids really find a connection with themselves, become their best friend and be really, truly self-believing. Is there a specific topic that you find a majority of the kids you work with find useful? The fact they don't have any idea. It's almost as if, and this may sound a little bit egotistical, but I don't care because I know who I am. <laughs> People can call me arrogant if they want. I don't. I don't care. It's fine. It's, it's all. Yeah. Please call me arrogant um, because I like to help kids expose the inner realm of their brain to make them start thinking. Do you know what? Actually, I don't have to stand for that person telling me to go and kill myself. I don't have to stand for that bully telling me what to do. You know what? I'm going to climb that mountain over there or I'm going to run that 100 meter sprint race in a, in a time that I know that I can do. I'm going to get the hell out of my own way and I'm just going to rock it forward and do the best I possibly can with what I have available. And I'm not going to judge myself for massively failing, making mistakes and screwing up. And I think the fact that they are so unaware and they get the little mini, you must have seen this with, with people that you speak to, you, you talk to them about things and they get like a tiny epiphany moment and it's like a whoa, like a whoa moment. And it's like, oh my gosh, I never really thought of it like that. And then their whole life changes and it's really, really cool to integrate that in their life. So I think what works really well is the fact they have no idea what they're capable of. And that's true. Like you were saying, I mean, as an adult trying to figure out like, oh my gosh, wait a minute. Like I've been putting my value in other places. I've been thinking that I'm this other person. And like the reality is, it's like, we're all pretty damn cool how we are, who we are, right? And so kind of working with kids at that young age and instilling that in a young age is only beneficial for the rest of their their life, really. So what's the typical age that you start working with kids at? Does it matter? No, absolutely not. The youngest I've worked with is five years old. Wow. Yeah, so five years old. And the uh, if we if we can call it the realm of kids, probably 19, I guess, is the is the oldest. But I, I, st I still have, a, I still work with a few clients uh, that are adults. So, uh, yeah, and you're dead right, actually, Kim, 100%. The fact that people do not know they are just so rare. It, they, I say to them, they're impossible. You are, you shouldn't be here. And um, Mel Robbins, I believe it was, that was talking about the chances of us being here are one in 400 trillion. And, and I say to kids, look, if we were to stand and count to a million, it would take roughly around about 12 days or so. Roughly, I don't know, depending on how fast you count. And they say, oh, really awkward. And they say, so how long would it take for you to count to a billion? And they say, oh, um, uh, 
uh, I don't know, um, 15 days. It's like, absolutely not. It takes about 32 years. Um, and then after that, I say, how long does it take, would it take if we were to stand here right now and count to one trillion? It would take roughly around about 32,000 years. And you, the chances of you being here are one uh, of 400 of them, not just the one. So you just imagine if your parents never met, if they decide, if they met in a bar, what if one had a headache and they want to go out? What if somebody pushed your father out in, in, the, in the street and he got hurt? And he wanted, you're, there's an intricate butterfly effect which has landed you to sit right there speaking to me right now. There's nothing special about you whatsoever. And I say this and it raises a few eyebrows and the parents are like, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Who is this random blonde English coach that's formulating hatred in my child? And I say, no, there's, there's nothing special about you whatsoever because you are a freaking miracle. So go out there and use your miracle. Why on earth would you want to allow a few distasteful words from someone that's actually hurting inside to bother you throughout your day? You've got to find out what's unique about you, find out what you love about yourself and go and expose it to the world, whether it be doing a YouTube channel, whether it be creating a musical masterpiece. You never know when you're the next J.K. Rowling or, or the next Einstein. You, you, you don't know. You've just got to keep on digging and keep on going and keep on believing in yourself and just ignore the external noise. So I think it's super just vital that kids know they're not special, but they're actually miracles. And the same with adults. You two, you two are freaking miracles over here. Look at you. Thank you. You're both miracles. Well, and that's such a beautiful philosophy to instill in kids. You know, like that's something that I think as adults, like society is starting to allow adults to start recognizing this and get into this whole self-love movement and recognize like the power that we each have. So if we can instill that in an entire generation, like imagine how many amazing adults we're going to have who are changing the world because they finally have the confidence, right? Absolutely, uh, 100%. I, I believe that confidence is the opposite of self-consciousness, meaning you're going to act, you don't really, you don't really mind. And I say, when, when people say, I don't care what you think, well, you do because you said it was such ferocity I, d I don't mind what people think it's 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 cool they're allowed to think that it doesn't it doesn't bother me it's absolutely fine i'm here to change the minds that are willing to be changed and that, that know they can as well so they might need a bit of a shove i was speaking uh you ladies familiar with parliament over here in the in the uk so the house of commons and stuff yeah i was, I was speaking there earlier this year before the pandemic struck and, um, and it was super cool and I was raising awareness about you, you, uh, mental health, confidence, being bulletproof. In fact, I did, a, I did a live demonstration of what to do, what not to do, um, being bullied and what to do. So I was basically teaching people how to bully. And then <laughs> you should have seen them squirming. It was so awkward and some people absolutely thrived off it and loved it. Um, which was quite bizarre because they were bullying me and it hurt a little bit. You know, I did cry a little bit that night, but I'm okay now. I'm good. I'm all good. Um, <laughs> oh, go ahead, go ahead. I, I think it's really important in that stage to understand that, that hurt people hurt people. So hurt, hurt people yeah. hurt people. I've, I think the stats are something like 84% of people that that have been, that, that bully have been bullied. And, and I yeah. can to that because that was me when I was growing up I was severely bullied and I turned into the bully because I, I thought it was the only way to defend myself against the pain when actually mm -hmm. it was just pushing people further away and I was sabotaging my social life and it was quite 
painful, really. Yeah, yeah. So when you work with these kids, is this like a one-time thing? Do you have like an entire program you do with them or how's that work? Well, Tara, I'm glad you asked. You <laughs> 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 with your questions, I love it. Yeah, so what I do is I have a program. So sometimes it's a one-off, but it's it's almost like, you know, if you've got a broken arm, you're not going to go to the doctor and have a, um, a Band-Aid. I'm using American criminology. You're welcome. Plaster over here if you're in the UK. Plaster, Band-Aid. No ladies. I'm here to um, So that plaster won't fix that broken arm, will it? You might need a certain amount of sessions, a certain amount of time. So for me, it's tends to be, it can be one-off. However, what works so effectively is a program that I deliver called the Young Life Warrior Project. And it's it's wicked. It's so cool. It's so awesome. And it coincides really nicely with a book that I've launched over over here. In fact, over the world. It's gone as far as away, actually, ladies. So I'm really, really proud of myself. Amazing. Oh, wow. So, and the reason why I'm proud of myself was because my old limiting belief about myself was that I was stupid. I was dumb because I'm dyslexic. And I still ask my mom to help spell me things, uh, help teach me how to spell. Can't even talk, let alone it's like spell. My God, what's wrong with me today? Um, <laughs> smiles, ladies. You're putting me off. And uh, so, so I, I was really hammering myself, thinking, "Oh, I'm so dumb. I'm so stupid. I can't write." Da, 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 da. And I had that philosophy inside my head, that negative, limiting philosophy inside my head for the entirety of my life. And then I started to do my my work, what I'm doing now. And and I and someone said, "I." Oh, no, you know, you should write a book with what you're doing with all this. And I was like, don't be stupid. I'm a, I'm a dumbass. I can't, I can't do that. I'm, just, I'm, I'm thick. And at that moment there, I realized I have to write a book now because I've just absolutely hammered myself. What right yeah. do I have to teach these amazing kids um, to find themselves? If I'm just blocking myself from my own fears of exposing my insecurity of being dumb. Right. Um, so I did. It's called, it's called Raw Confidence and it's called the eight it's not a short title it's called <laughs> the eight warrior paths to success and happiness they don't teach in school so there's eight warrior paths it gets them all the way to the end result which is a run-in which is be a masterless samurai so that they, they're the architect of their own lives and they're um the winner of their own fate and they decide however they want to decide and there's there's tasks in there for each warrior there's a there's a, a proverb there's there's the virtues, there's a method of how to get there. And it, I share my story as well of, of my pain to glory. Um, and it, it helps kids understand that me and that life is going to smack you square in their head as hard as it possibly can. So you can either take it and fall on the floor and stay there, which is totally not worth it because, like I said, you're a freaking miracle. So get back up and get will it be willing to be smacked in the head again because it's going to. And it's going to hit you harder next time. But the harder it hits you, the more resilient you're going to be. It's like David Goggins, what he says, building calluses in, his, in your mind as well as your hands. And, uh, yeah, so that's the book. So it coincides lovely with the book, so the, um, the Raw Confidence. And it helps boys and girls become confident, become resilient, become bullyproof, become more responsible and find their passion. I call it a passion project, something they're really interested in. So at the moment I've got... Just one example, one boy who loves theme parks and over lockdown. I do not know how he's done this, but he's been to three three theme parks. How is it amazing? I don't know. His <laughs> parents are either wild or don't care. <laughs> I, know, I know they do care. That's a joke. They, they love him. It's just, just FYI, beautiful parents. 
if you listen, I love you. You're great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and his thing, he wants, to, he wants to, from his eyes, video and vlog his experience. And I think that's so cool. And oh, very cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And, and that's, that's his little passion project that he's working on. And it's really awesome because there's a really cool TED talk by, I forgot his name now, but the, the, for addiction. And he says there's no such thing as addiction. It's just that there's, if there's six elements in your life, like, you know, relationship, job, health, um, your passion, what you, what you love, friendships, socialising, whatever, and three of them are missing, we tend to fill that void with an addiction, whether it be drugs or alcohol or, or sex or anything, really. And, sure. And, um, or, or social media. I mean, goodness me, social media is crazy. Right. TikTok is booming right now. And it's because I found that kids that are very – Addicted air quotes to social media TikTok don't really have a lot else to do, and they get instant valid, validation. They get in, an instant dopamine hit, which is short term, which never lasts over something that's genuinely not not worth being excited about or having the dopamine towards the things that right. are worth fighting for and worth getting dopamine. You don't get it straight away, but that th- it's things like a career, like a business, like entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. a relationship. My word, um, yeah. I do dip into relationships um on the program as well but i really make it bespoke to the child too so i was working with a with a boy who's got a knife in his, his room because he's scared someone breaks in you know oh. if, if it, the likelihood is it's never going to happen but if it does sure and i was i was the guy i said right okay i'm broken into your house get your knife out we had a fake rubber knife by the way sure um, try and stab me and he couldn't I, I was i overpowered him and i stabbed him He's cool, by the way. He's okay, but it made him realize that oh my gosh, whoa! So it's 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 a, I adapt it bespoke around the area of need for said child. Yeah, that's how that was. You weren't expecting that long question, were you? How much room? <laughs> no, but I mean, I just I think what you're doing is so admirable because, like I said, it's you're you're teaching an entire generation of kids to really stand in their truth and come into their gifts that they can give to this world, right? Like find something that speaks to them. And that's, there's no amount of words to describe that. Like you're giving the gift of that to somebody else. And that's like super cool, super cool. Look at you two. Yeah. You you two are creating your own amazing, awesome, unique way to help your community and to help the world. And even if it's just one thing that I say or, or other people you've interviewed, say that helps one person to that could help another person to help another and it could be a simple word like right. I, like i said hurt people hurt people and a mum can hear that and say that's enough it could be enough for their child so it's about impacting the community because essentially we are on this planet together so we've got yeah. to, um we've got to make sure that we are supporting each other loving each other nurturing each other helping each other through this and and yes. And, and let's walk away from the closed mindedness, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. no, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, the other question that I was going to ask you too is, so do you do, um, I know you do a lot of in-person things, but do you do things like over Zoom or over the internet right now? Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. So it's the same philosophy, really. So I'm, I've been working with a chap at the moment from Dayton, Ohio. He's super cool. Awesome. Huh? Um, and a bit closer to home, so I'm working with a lot of people in London at the moment. And I can't wait till all this to fly over because I'm, I'm, I'm going to meet them. It's going to be brilliant. It's going to be really, really cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I do it virtually as well, and I do it in person too. 
um, working with an 18 year old girl who's got anxiety and she just she she just identifies with it. And I said, I want you to think of anxiety as a parasite. It's nothing to do with you. It's nothing to do with you. It's not it's not your anxiety. Stop saying that. It's just oh my anxiety. So the anxiety popped up today. I was like, cool. Let's let's change that word from anxiety to alertness because that's essentially what it is. It's keeping you ready. And I say anxiety is so useful. You need anxiety. It's so good. But don't call it freaking anxiety. Call it readiness or alertness. If there was a bear in a coffee shop, if a, if a bear comes in, I expect my anxiety to go, bro, there's a bear over there. Get the fudge <laughs> out. That's what and if I didn't have it, I'd be like this. Oh, it's a great big grizzly bear over there. It's probably going to rip my face off in a second if I stay here. We'll see what happens. Is it? Nah. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. You need that. It's going to be like, boom, get out of there. It's really, really important. When it shows up more often than not, when it shows up over the over the, the, the mundane day-to-day life things, that's when we need to have a bit of a check-in and a rewiring of the code. So, you, so ladies, for example, if ladies, when you think of anxiety, I want you to answer me both at the same time. You know what it is. You know the colour I can see on the tip of your mind. What colour do you think of when you think of anxiety? Tick, Kim and Tara, go. Blue. Red. Red and blue. Okay, cool. Brilliant. And what shape? A rectangle. I don't know. That just popped in my head. A pokey one. Yeah, exactly. So a jagged one, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Red. And when we think of red, we think of more danger. For for you, Kim, you said blue, so that could be sad thoughts. Yeah. Um, so we've got an association with that and, and kids float around this world with that code inside their head and not knowing how to get around it. I was speaking to a, a boy who's going through elements of anxiety, especially when he goes onto the football pitch, soccer for you guys. And sure. it was it was really like oh red, jagged, blurry, shaky, really, really quite terrible. And we just changed him around and instantly his body language changed. It's so weird and i've been doing this for a blooming long time i've been coaching kids for 20 years in total we're doing this specifically for eight almost nine now and it still baffles me to think i don't get it how oh i just that's 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 crazy but i'm the one doing it and it it still every single time amazing yeah no, I find I absolutely find what you're doing with kids fascinating. I mean, all of this like is absolutely fascinating to us. But like I said, it's just one of those things where like you're putting so much good out into the world. Like you're you're teaching these kids, and they're going to go out into the world and be these incredible human beings. Yeah, it, it, there's there's no oh god, Kim. There's there's no, there's nothing else more special than to have a parent and a kid actually send you a Facebook message or a text saying, um, Dale, you have your course or your program or whatever they say. So in this in, in particular one that's come into my mind is your course has saved my son's life. I'm like, and literally I feel like I'm one up now. And it's so powerful. It's just like, that's what I'm doing this for. I, it's, I can't describe it. can't describe it. You found your purpose, friend, and like that's so cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It's so good. So so awesome. So awesome. Well, Dale, thank you so much for talking with us. We've found everything that you do to be so inspiring, so motivational, and you just keep on doing you. Thank you so much for being unapologetically you. I will do my very best. Thank you for both being unapologetically ladies. Appreciate it. We're so happy you joined us, and we hope this story inspired you to be unapologetically you. 
Join us next time for another remarkable journey. And if you or someone you know has a story to share, please reach out to us on our website at unapologeticallyyoupodcast.com. Don't forget to like us on Instagram and Facebook at unapologeticallyyoupodcast. And please rate and subscribe on whatever platform you listen in on so that we can continue to inspire you.